Hey, welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Today, I'm super excited to announce a new segment of the show called the Growth Series. Now, if you've been listening to Builder Funnel Radio for a while, you know that we bring you industry guests, thought leaders, experts, people that are in the trenches. And we do that every other week. We sit down, have a conversation, and we extract all this great information that they have, and we pass it on to you so that you can improve your business. Now, we're still going to do that, but on off weeks, we're going to do the growth series episodes. Now, these will be a little bit shorter, but a little bit more tactical. So the idea is that we want to dive right into a topic and give you actionable things that can help you grow either as a person or help your company grow. So you're going to see us dive into very specific marketing topics, sales topics, but it could be team culture related as well. And again, the idea behind the growth series is that we want to help individuals grow and thereby companies grow. So I really hope that you're going to enjoy this new segment of the show. Again, you can look for it on these off weeks in between our guest features. And so sit back and relax and enjoy the growth series by Builder Funnel Radio. Hey guys, welcome back to the growth series here at Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 56. And today we're going to talk about habits. And over the years, I've learned a lot about how to form habits and develop them in my personal life, but also realized how impactful they can be on a business. And so I want to share some of my early journey into figuring out how to form these habits. And I'm hoping today you'll take away uh, a few things that you can use that will help you in your personal life, but ultimately grow your business. And so when I first started, I got into uh, the habit of working a lot of long hours, trying to lift the business off the ground and got into some pretty bad habits in terms of uh, health and productivity and fitness and those kind of categories. And so, you know, a typical day, I might get to the office between 6.30 and 7. And then by nine o'clock, I'd crack open a Dr. Pepper, I'd grab a protein bar, but probably more of a sugary protein bar. And I was able to kind of ride that sugar high for a little bit. And then it'd be lunchtime. So definitely would be headed to Chipotle. If you don't know by now, you'll know pretty quickly that I'm a huge Chipotle fan. I'm usually there two or three times a week. Uh, but when I was there, I'd grab, you know, another soda and then I'd refill it and then I'd refill it on my way out the door. So, you know, by this point in the day, I've already had, you know, three, maybe four sodas. And then I'd usually need one mid afternoon to kind of carry me through the rest of the day. And so uh, just not building some really foundational uh, habits that were going to help me uh, stay more productive, more uh, full of energy. And then also just all that sugar definitely wasn't a good thing. And then what I found was that when I get home, then I'd be tired and I'd be tired because I'd probably had all this sugar and I was just crashing from it. And so then I wasn't super motivated to go to the gym. So I was maybe only getting to the gym once a week, maybe twice uh, versus the four or five that I had been used to prior. And then I'd be looking for something easy for dinner because, well, gosh, I'm just tired from the day and I'm feeling drained. So I need something simple. And so, you know, Costco has these great three packs of DiGiorno pizzas. And so I would just like go and get those, throw one in the oven. And then, you know, you'd work your way through you know, half or more than half, sometimes you'd put away a whole one. And then, you know, it was just, it got pretty ugly. And so I kind of paused somewhere along the way. And I said, you know, what's happening here? And what's happening automatically? Because 
one thing that I've always had a part of my life is going to the gym. And I noticed that it was just, it was really tough for me to get there and it never had been super tough. And so I started looking at all the other areas of my life and I started realizing I had these different components going on. And so it was at that point that I said, okay, I need to be intentional about these habits and these things that are happening. And I need to start forming some more positive ones. All right. So I wanted to start being intentional with some of these things. And so uh, I was looking at food as the first category, food and drink. So I was looking at all the sodas I was drinking. I knew that was really bad. So I converted to diet soda and that was kind of the, the next best move that I could make. And so I didn't feel like I could just totally quit. I had tried to quit soda several times. So I went to the diet route. Diet didn't taste as good, but hey, I was like, at least I'm eliminating all the sugar. And then eventually I switched from diet soda to uh, there's some different sparkling waters and they still have some, you know, the bad stuff in there for you. I don't know all the, the lingo, like the aspartame or whatever it is, but I made that conversion. And then once I did that, I finally made the conversion to just pure sparkling water and regular water. And this probably took me two years. Uh, I know the the diet soda part, uh, converting from that and getting off of the diet soda, uh, that whole process probably took about nine to 12 months just to make that conversion. And it was, it was really ingrained and it was really tough. And so, uh, but that was something that I worked at and I paid attention to, and sometimes I'd fail and then I'd restart, but I kept at it. And now today I haven't had a soda in several years now. And that's really impacted my energy in a positive way. Uh, another area I did that is that I would, um, in the morning for breakfast, I would always have whatever I was eating and then I would have a naked juice. Uh, it's like the orange juice, they pack it full of all the fruit, but there's like 50 grams of sugar. It's like more than a soda in one of those uh, naked juice drinks. And so that was, again, something I made these slow conversions and I went from naked juice to orange juice. And orange juice, I switched to low calorie orange juice that had less sugar. And then I converted from uh, the low cal orange juice to water. And so the reason I'm sharing these examples is that uh, one, you don't always have to make a change just cold turkey. And that doesn't always work for everybody. You know, for me, sometimes I've been able to do a change like that, but sometimes it takes me a long time. And I need to go through that process. And so I find these just baby steps I can take. And so I'll, you know, again, I switch from naked juice to orange juice. And then I do that for three months. Then I switch again to the locale for three months. That change took me nine months to get to just drink water for breakfast. And so I'd encourage you to kind of look at some of these areas and go, okay, even if it takes me a while, you know, nine months or a year in the grand scheme of life, it's a worthwhile exercise. So those are a couple of examples I did on the food side, and those have really started to impact my energy and my productivity as well. And that's another area that I started to notice, and, and this is something I still work on today, but uh, email. Email is just like a poison for productivity. You're in your inbox, you get the notifications, all these things are popping up, and I was really bad about it. I would check email at night and in the morning when you wake up and on weekends, and so I, I started looking at that and I would turn off email for batches of time throughout the day. And so I'd say, okay, I'm going to work for these two hours, this block of two hours. I'm not going to touch email. And suddenly productivity starts to skyrocket. And then you, you know, check it maybe in the middle of the day and then in the afternoon. And then I also started 
not checking it at nights and weekends and working away from that. And granted, early on when I was getting the business off the ground, I felt like I needed to be doing that, but it was probably just an excuse as well, just to, to feel like I was always working on something. And you realize that although in the moment it feels like you're being productive, it's really a huge drain on your energy. And oftentimes you're just not being effective. You're not getting the right things done. And so uh, today I'm still working to combat this. And my goal is that I would like to not check email until noon every day. Um, and again, that's, that's where I'm at today. I'm trying to make that next step, but my first step was I'm going to check it in batches. So I still check it in the morning and see, you know, if there's anything urgent or something that's going on. And so, um, again, that's just that progression. And so I'd encourage you to look at, are there any areas that are pulling you back or negatively impacting you? And is there a baby step you can take and just implement that for a few months? Hey guys, just a quick announcement before we get to the rest of today's episode. We've been getting a ton of feedback on our Done For You social media program. Now, if social media has been a frustration of yours or you feel like you're not posting enough, this is the perfect solution for you. And as a listener of the podcast, we've got a special promotion going on right now. So just head over to remodelersocialmedia.com and use the code radio at the checkout. So if you want to get more engagement and more people finding you on platforms like Facebook and Instagram, hit pause really quick and check out remodelersocialmedia.com and use the code radio at checkout. All right, back to the show. Okay, so let's talk uh, tactics. So I've talked about how I've done some of these incremental changes, um, but I want to give you a couple of things that have also been really powerful for me in addition to that strategy. So one of those is called the Red X strategy. And I think it originates from Jerry Seinfeld, and he had this process that he said, hey, I need to write a joke every day. And if he wrote a joke, he would take his wall calendar, he had a big wall calendar, and he put a big red X on it and mark that off. And then the next day, if he wrote a joke, he'd put that red X there. Uh, and then you'd build up this string. And so then your goal becomes don't break the chain. And when you see it every day and you can see that chain, you start to build that momentum. And so that was what finally actually did it for me in terms of making that conversion from diet soda uh, to the, the sparkling water was I uh, put up the calendar and I did the red X and had a few starts and stops. And then eventually I got a chain going that was over 30 days and there was no way I was going to break that chain and restart. So uh, that's actually something we do as a team today is we have a, a Slack channel, which is our instant messaging uh, system and it's called the red x um and we have a it's it's called the goals channel but we do the red x as a part of it so everybody's working on something and they're trying to do something every day or eliminate something every day and if they do it or don't do it whatever their goal is they get to put a red x into that channel and so it's a way to support each other so it could be a fun thing that you do with your team as well and it's fun to see what other people are working on and sometimes that gives you inspiration for things that you need to work on yourself uh, but it also adds that extra level of accountability, which is really nice. So what I typically do with the strategy is I pick one thing and I start working on that and working on that. And then when it becomes a habit, then I stack something else on there. And you start to build this habit momentum and you start being really, really intentional about the habits that you're trying to uh, build in your life. 
So one other productivity uh, strategy or tactic I can give you is the Pomodoro technique. And I'm not going to go into it in depth in, in this, definitely Google it. But that was something I implemented that really helped uh, break some of that email checking habit. And it basically is a way of blocking your work. And so you block it into these chunks of time and you predefine what you're going to do the next day, the day before, and you estimate the amount of time that each task is going to take you. And so over time, what happens is the day before you map out the next day and you get really good at estimating how long stuff really takes. And so by the time you get to the end of the day, you're completing everything that you set out to do. So you start feeling a lot more fulfilled and you're completing everything, but it also forces you into these little sprints, uh, these windows where you're heavily working on something for a shorter burst of time. And that prevents you from checking text, email, all these notifications. So uh, definitely check out the Pomodoro technique. I highly recommend the Red X technique. And if all else fails, like make those really incremental changes, those baby steps towards whatever your ultimate goal is. And even if it takes you a year, that's okay. Then it's a habit. Then you're, you're in system, you're in a groove and it's a, it's a really awesome thing. All right. So what I want to do next is just kind of paint the picture of where I am today. Cause I kind of started with the, the low, you know, I was drinking tons of soda, eating lots of pizza, you know, not very productive working these really long hours, but probably I could have gotten the same amount of work done in less time. And so today, you know, a typical day might be get up at 4:45. I go to the gym, I'm at the gym for an hour, you know, with travel time, I'm back by 6.15, 6.30. And then from there, I've got kind of, kind of a combination now that my wife and I have uh, our, our son who's less than a year old, you know, the mornings can be a little bit up in the air, but I still control them by, by anchoring it with the gym. And then when I come back, I've got a combination of, you know, shower, eat breakfast and hang out with Carter and get ready for the day. Um, typically lunch is packed the night before snacks are packed the night before breakfast is predefined. It fits within my macros, which are just how many carbs, proteins, and fats I'm going to eat for that day. And I've already decided that the day before. And so now when I go into the day, things aren't a question when I get to work and somebody's brought in, uh, muffins or donuts or something that sounds awesome. I can't have it. I already decided what I was eating today because I had planned it out the day before. Um, and then I'm at the office typically between 7.30 and 8, sometimes earlier depending on the day. And I typically am leaving right about 5 so that I can be home and spend an hour with my son before he goes to bed. He's got a great bedtime of 6 p.m., which is kind of funny. But uh, that time is really important to me. And I've heard from lots of people that you don't get it back. So then after 6, you know, I've got dinner, hanging out with my wife. If more work needs to get done, then it can. But I'm so focused on that time that I'm actually at the office that I can get more done in that window because I've eliminated the distractions and I've figured out the best ways that I work. Uh, and not every day is perfect. Some days, you know, stuff just gets blown out of the water, but you just try to get yourself back on track as quickly as possible. Uh, same thing with the red X. If you break the chain, like just get right back on the wagon and you'll just have, a, it'll just be a blip in the radar. And so you've got those habits that you fall back on. What I find is that those become your default. And so the more positive habits you build, the less you have to think about them, but they're working for you all the time. And so, um, you know, the, the shape that you're in, if you've built the habit of going to the gym three or four times and eating a certain way, like you're going to be in good shape because those are just automatic. And if 
there's Thanksgiving or a birthday and you have a piece of cake and like, it's, it's not even going to impact it because every other day is so consistent. Uh, and same on the productivity front. If you don't check email, but maybe a, a few times a day in certain windows, you're going to be really productive in those other times. And if a couple of days you're checking email all the time and it just wasn't a good day, oh, well, move on to the next day and do better. And so uh, what I would like to wrap up with for today is that I'm only sharing kind of what my day looks like so that you can see where it started and where I am now. And that's taken me like seven to 10 years, you know, so maybe I'm a slow learner, but uh, I'm really happy with that progress. And again, I'm always looking for, okay, what's the next step? What's the next level? Um, but my takeaway for you is, hey, do I have any habits that I either really want to form or I want to get rid of? And just start chipping away at them. Use the red X strategy, use the baby step strategy, you know, use something to start making that change. And I think what you'll find is that suddenly you'll look down, you know, two, you'll be two years down the road and you'll realize, wow, all this positive stuff is, is happening, but it's kind of happening automatically because those habits are just working for you every day. So uh, hope this was a good one for you guys. I hope you have a few takeaways and uh, yeah, excited to share some more with you guys on the next episode of the growth series. We'll see you next time. Thanks again. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Builder Funnel Radio. I know there are a lot of podcast choices out there, so it really means a lot to me that you choose this as one you either subscribe or listen to regularly. Now, before we part ways for today, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you got some value out of today's episode, please either leave us a review or share this with a friend. We're really working on building a community of construction professionals that wanna treat their customers right, they wanna run profitable businesses and create more jobs in our economy. So leaving a review or sharing it with a friend really helps us build that community and we'd really, really appreciate it. All right, guys, that's all I've got for today. So we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.